Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellen podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. I'm going to preach without my shoes on, y'all, because um, that is biblical. God did ask Moses to take his shoes off when he was on holy ground. And listen, there is no doubt in my mind that I'm standing on holy ground. No doubt. The love in this room, the commitment to children and young people, the new chapter that God is writing, there is no doubt that I'm standing on holy ground. And it's an honor to stand here with you. Have you ever thought that God's song might be over? We're in this series called Rhythm and Blues, and we're talking a lot about hearing for God and training our ears on how to hear God's voice. And as Suzanne mentioned in the video, we're all so distracted. We can't hear. We can't hear each other. We can't hear ourselves. And so we sure can't hear the voice of God. And so have you ever thought that maybe God's song was over? Maybe you went through a really big transition in your life. Maybe you started struggling with depression. Maybe your marriage got hard. Maybe your church started to change. Do you remember that? I don't because I wasn't here. (laughs) Okay. Um, and that's my, my mantra these days. I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't here. Like, I don't know what happened. Like y'all can tell me things, but I have no idea. I was not here. Um, and I think that that's a gift from God in some ways, uh, because in some ways I get to see you with fresh eyes and maybe with fresh eyes that you haven't even seen yourselves with, right? Cause you've been in this heavy place where there's a lot of static And you felt really insulated to what's happening inside life in Deep Ellum, right? Because something big happened here. A big change happened. And that, whenever a big change happens, where do we go? We go inside. And things get staticky. You have done so much work Over the last year, Miranda has helped you, has led you. And so you started to hear the voice of God again. You started to remember who you are and what's important to you and where God is calling you as a community. You started to hear it. But there are always times that we struggle with doubt. There are always times we think that maybe this time that song is not going to come back on. Maybe it's going to be this time. I don't know what's on the playlist, Lord. But what if the music stops? Or maybe you started to grow weary of trying to tune in. You know, that's hard work when you have to feel like you have to listen for God. What is God's plan for my life? What is God's plan for my family 
what's God's plan for deep Elam? It's hard to always try to tune in to almost like a radio station, right? That's, that's weary. That's cumbersome. It gets weary sometimes. But God knows our struggle, okay? And so I've mentioned some personal situations, and I've mentioned some situations that you all face together. And so in all of that, know this. God has always been with you. Always. I'm not lying. (laughs) It's like very true. It says it in here. I feel it among you here. God has always been with you as an individual, in your family, in your community, in your church. God has always been here. Closer than your skin. And the thing about scripture, though, is that there's this story of this love, y'all. And it, the th- here's the thing. Do you want to know the thing about, about it? Because here's the thing. Like, you can try to struggle and tune in. And you can hear all this static. And you can have all these doubts. And you can feel disillusioned by religion. And you can feel at pain of what the church has done to you. But there's this story, y'all, of a love that never, ever, ever ends. Ever. And there's this story about this God that loves you and loves all of us so much, loves creation so much, that God comes to dwell among us. God came to dwell among us in the flesh of Jesus But it didn't end when Jesus died. Because even a cross could not stop this love. Y'all, like this love busts out of graves. (laughs) It comes up out of graves. It says, I keep going. My sound, my song, my beat, my rhythm does not end. Period. And so our work, dear beloveds, is that we have to keep believing this and knowing it and feeling it and trusting it. We have to keep tuning in to the beat, the love that never, ever, ever ends. And it's coming for you, but not in like a super aggressive way. (laughs) It's like a lovingly aggressive way. This, this song, this love, this, this life that wants to live in you. It's coming for you. It came for you. And so Paul knows about this love. Paul is going to be our friend, y'all. Like, he's, he's our friend. And sometimes we're going to be frustrated with him because he says some, some strange things. The, the dude had some opinions about some things and, and some of those, you know, may or may not be helpful. And, but here's the thing. Paul was very convinced of this love that never ended. And so he was so convinced that he spent his whole life talking about it and building relationships out of it. And he even wrote about it, you know, and this wasn't just like a blog post, 
This wasn't like a one-time tweet that Paul was like, I'm really into the love of Jesus, and so I'm going to tweet about it today. He wrote letters. He built communities. He was so, so affected by this love of God that he wrote things that, guess what, 2,000 plus years later, we can read them. Like, that's a love that doesn't end, okay? Trends come and go. The Billboard Top 100 is going to be different every time. But this ancient story of love stays the same. And it wants to live in you and be at work in your life. Today we're focusing on 1 Corinthians, and you've probably usually heard this in a wedding. It's a very, like, wedding-y scripture, right? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. But it struck me as a perfect scripture for this series, Rhythm and Blues, because Paul speaks a lot about speaking and hearing, and he talks about instruments even. And again, I keep coming back to this theme about their instruments were way different, Like there were things like gongs and cymbals and I don't know if we have that or if we would ever want something that, you know, a gong in our band. But, um, but I want you to imagine, I want you, I want to, I want you to go back. I want you to read, hear this, not as if you were opening up your iPad and reading the news, like don't hear it that way because that's what church has got wrong is that we have to read the Bible in the same way we read the Dallas Morning News or we the same way we read the, the history book in school. But that just isn't how we hear the song of love. At your wedding, would you want, you know, just words read and nothing, you don't want to dance? You don't want to party? You don't want a love song? You don't want a song you can remember? That's not how God's love works. It's a song that never, ever ends. And this is the song that Paul is speaking of. And so it starts like this. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, oh, that faith, we talked about that last week, that faith, remove mountains, but do not have love. I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I have my body so that I may boast, but do not have gain nothing. So what is this love like? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. We're good at that, aren't we? We have such good ways, though, God. But it does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. 
it does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. So what would it sound like to rejoice in the truth? It bears all things. And what I want you to know about the word bears is that I want you to think of bearing as almost giving birth to something, bearing it, being with it, right? It's not putting up with everything. It's bearing all things. That's a different, different word. Believes all things. It hopes all things. And here's the thing. It endures all things. And haven't you endured? (laughs) Haven't you endured? And so that means you're already pretty familiar with a love that never ends. Love, Paul says, never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. Because we only have one life, y'all. We don't have a lot. We only have one. Unless you really... And we can talk about that. (laughs) Um, But we only have one life. And we only have one tongue, one voice. But it will come to an end. And here's where Paul really breaks it down. For we only, we know only in part. And we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. Like the phrase, oh, I'm partial to this. I'm partial to that. That all comes to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly. We hear a song dimly. But then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part. And he really did know only in part because he was 2,000 years ago. He couldn't even see you and your faces and what his words would impact. Then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. Because see, God doesn't have to tune in to us. God doesn't have to search the radio stations to find you. God doesn't have to look on Spotify to find your playlist or follow your favorite artist. God never has to exert effort in finding you because God is always with you. God's song is always in your ears. God knows you. And so here's the summary. And if you hear nothing today, hear this. And now faith, hope, and love abide. And those are all good things. Faith would be a good thing to give your whole life to. And a lot of people do. A lot of churches do. They're so into the faith. They give their whole lives to the faith. 
They give all their power to the faith, all their money to the faith, all their beliefs to the faith. Hope is a good thing. There's a lot that can come from having hope. And we all vary on our levels of hopefulness, hopelessness. But hope is a pretty good thing to devote your life to. Like, that would be good. Right? That's what a lot of, like, journals say and cute things at home goods. Like, stay hopeful, you know? Be hopeful. Yes. I bet you all have signs in your houses that have hope on it. Hope is a good thing. It's five o'clock somewhere. Amen. Yeah, so hope is a good thing to stay invested in. It'd even be a good thing to spend your life focusing on. Hmm. There's this last one, though. And it's the one that's, like, really, really hard. It's the one that, like, led Jesus to end up dying. It's the one that has killed prophets and silenced good people. It's the one that asks you to risk everything. It's the one that's like super inconvenient. It's the one that society thinks it knows best. Because we got a lot of love songs on the radio. (laughs) We got a whole lot of love songs. There's probably so many Spotify playlists about love, right? Like, society's got us with love. Valentine's Day. Romance. It's a fun thing to spend your life on. But I think that means something different here. I think that this word love means something different than what society tells us it means. And it means something that we're going to have to meet every week on a Sunday to keep trying to figure it out. (laughs) For years, y'all. Yes, yes. Like, it's going to take years. And it's going to take all of us together because I don't know what it means fully. I know what it's meant in my life. I know how much I feel it. I know where God has brought me from. I know how loved I feel in this space and how honored I feel and how just blessed I feel to be here. So I know a little bit about God's love in my life, but I don't know the full story because I only know in part. Paul only knew in part. All the disciples only knew in part. And the parts they knew didn't cause them to stick around very well when Jesus was going through it. I mean, they spent day after day with him. They were like best friends with the guy. And when push came to shove, they kind of struggled with love. That's how hard it is. That's how needed it is. That's what this world is desperate for. They're desperate for it. And they'll tell you they want other things. They'll tell you they want success or money or friends or a better car or a better house. But there's only one thing they're desperate for. There's only one thing that we're all desperate for. 
and that is to feel and know the made real in Christ. That's what every heart is hungry for. But here's the thing. There's a reason that we have to do this together. Because songs don't happen with just one person. I I am already learning so much about music here. (laughs) And there are so many musicians and people that write their own songs and have studios in their backyard and just things that I've never seen before. And so I'm already learning just a little bit about how and they, the thing is, they don't happen with just one person, right? Not one worship service happens with one person. I have seen the spreadsheet. <laughs> and if y'all need to pray about being more involved in that spreadsheet, you can. Because we need people to figure out this love thing. We need drummers. We need guitarists. We need lead singers. We need... Whatever this precious woman was playing, it's a banjo. We need a freaking banjo. Love, because it would only be in part, right? We don't want just the partial thing. It would only be in part, and we need the full thing. We need all of us to start to hear this song, to create this song. And then here's the coolest part. Once we start to get a groove with it, once we start to kind of feel it out and get our song going, guess who's going to hear it? And guess who's going to need it? This isn't just about you, your spirituality. This is about a love that changes the world. The stakes are high. There's a lot that can happen when you start to really get serious about the love of Christ in your life. It changes the whole wide world. It did 2,000 years ago, and it still somehow is. Because this book I'm reading, I got at Half Price Books in 2022. Okay? So something's happening with it, and with it, That's still going. So let's listen. Let's get to work. Because the beat goes on. Amen. Amen.